0: Do you need a new or optimized website for your indoor playground or soft play rental business? Well, we now have a team of professional web designers ready to help you bring your vision to life. Our designs marry your aesthetic with what's been proven to work time and time again in this industry. And since we only work with play-based business owners, we have designing high converting websites that can be a complete game changer for your revenue and income down to a science. And we make it really affordable. Head to the show notes for example sites and pricing information, and yes, you can get the professional yet beautiful website of your dreams on the website platform of your choice for less than $800. You can even book a free call with our web design team if you have questions or want to talk about your specific needs. If you want us to, we'll even do all of your tech setup and software integrations so you don't have to lift a finger. We look forward to helping you convert your vision into reality and in turn, convert more browsers into buyers. Head to the show notes for all of our web design information. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party based business. All right, Playmakers, happy Wednesday. It's me, your host, Michelle Caruana, and Real quick, before we get into today's episode, I just want to quickly remind you that the best way to show support for me or for the show is to pause this episode real quick and leave a rating and review wherever you are listening if you haven't yet. I appreciate it so much. I love reading your kind words about the show, and it helps us reach new playmakers. Right now, I have a big goal of reaching 100 written reviews on Apple Podcasts before the end of the year. And I'm so close. I literally have like 12 reviews to go. So again, if you would just pause really quickly, leave a quick rating and review. I appreciate it so much. And I'm so thankful that you tune in to this podcast every single week. It means so much to me. And this is actually the perfect episode to share my gratitude because just like in the last episode, we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving and holiday sales and events and things like that. So in the last episode, we talked about some unique ways that you can increase your overall Black Friday and Cyber Monday revenue by increasing your average order value. And one thing I forgot to mention in that episode that I want to mention really quickly is upselling on every single offer you have and the importance of it. Now, I talk more about the art and science of upselling in detail, in episode 44 of this podcast, which is why I think I accidentally left it out of Monday's episode. But regardless of the sale or promotion or offer you're doing, there is always a chance to upsell your customers. And upselling does not mean you're taking advantage of your customers or doing anything sneaky or tricky. Selling truly can be serving. And This is a mindset shift you just need to make as a business owner if you ever want to reach your full potential. If you constantly find yourself afraid to ask for a sale or being afraid to make a sale, your customers are going to sense that even if it's online and they're going to be afraid to invest in your business, rightfully so. But if you're confident about and excited about your products and services and lead with an authentic purpose that will likewise be felt truly by your customers and they will be excited to spend money with you and they'll be excited when you present them with an opportunity to keep becoming a customer. Let me give you some upselling examples before we get into today's episode. Now, if you've bought my Play Cafe Academy course, or even if you've just checked it out at playcafeacademy.com, I'll also link it in the show notes you probably saw that when you go to pay, there is indeed an upsell option. So if you would like a little one-on-one guidance from me throughout your opening process, you can add on two one-hour consulting calls to your Play Cafe Academy purchase. Now, a lot of people end up choosing this option, making their purchase around $300 higher than it would have been otherwise. So let's look about why this upsell is so high converting, meaning a lot of people purchase it. Number one, I created this upsell with my customers' best interest in mind. I've been hearing from my course purchasers for years that they want an option to have one-on-one guidance along their journey, so I knew this was something that at least some of my customers would be excited about. The key is that it doesn't have to be something everyone wants, right? We would never expect 100% of our customers to upgrade to the upsell, but I know it's a no-brainer offer for my most motivated course purchasers who want to reach the level of success they desire faster and easier, and they know they benefit from one-on-one help. That's not everyone's personality, but I know it's at least appealing to a good portion of my audience. And the second reason this upsell is very high converting is because people choose this option at the time of purchase because I give them an incentive to do so. And again, I try as best as possible to make it a no-brainer offer. So to book a one-on-one call with me on my website is currently $247 for one hour, and it's actually going up next month. However, if someone adds those two one-hour sessions at the time they buy the course in the form of that upsell, they save just about $200 or 40% off of my normal one-on-one consulting rate, which again is a major discount. And I'm okay with doing this because I know the people who are choosing this option are the exact people I want to get on the phone with. They have the right mindset and are usually prepared very respectful, and they are ready to go. Speaking with these prospective owners in particular absolutely lights me up and keeps me going, especially when they continue following up with me or joining my Playmaker Society membership and I get to witness their business flourish and their dreams come true firsthand. Now, as you know, I'm not always a fan of giving a discount, but in my opinion, this is the right offer at the right time For my business. And again, this all comes down to the sentiment that selling can be serving. It doesn't always have to feel icky. And in fact, it never should, as long as you know you're delivering on what you promise. I know, for example, that my one on one sessions are valuable to people, and these one on one sessions enable them to make massive progress. So I feel great about putting that offer in front of people, and I do it proudly because I know it's in my customer's best interest if that's something they desire. So again, you should be excited to put these additional offers in front of your customers. The key is not doing a bait and switch or not you know, saying you're gonna deliver one thing and then doing something else. As long as you're delivering on what you promise, it should feel good and both you and your customers should be excited about it. So now let's talk about how you can put this practice into your business. Now, I talk again more in depth about this in episode 44, but let's say you put together a bundle offer, like I talked about in Monday's episode, episode 243, when, you know, where we're talking Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday sales. So you can upsell this bundle offer in a few different ways. Number one, you can include the option to add additional siblings to the bundle. So, for example, if the bundle is just for one child, you can add You know, a second sibling, a third sibling, I would definitely put some restrictions around it and say, hey, this person has to have the same address or they have to be in the same immediate family or they have to visit at the same time or something like that. So make sure your rules and policies are tight around this. But again, you can include the option to add siblings for a discount. So if your bundle offer is, let's say, $99, you might allow people to add additional siblings for a discounted rate. So you can basically double everything you get in that bundle for just $50 instead of an additional $100. And this is going to be really attractive to parents, but also to grandparents who are tasked with purchasing things for multiple grandkids. So this is a really easy way to make sure everyone is getting something and it's fair and even. The second way you can upsell this is you can offer to include a retail item or something extra. So for example, if basically everything in your bundle is not virtual, but maybe like a physical gift card. So you're including packs of play passes. You're including free coffee coupons. You're including event passes, right? None of these things are going to be something that kids are very excited about opening, right? especially for us businesses that cater to very young kids. They like opening books. They like opening toys. They don't really get the value of like a gift card or a paper coupon or something like that. So on the checkout page, if for whatever reason you didn't want to include a retail item in your actual bundle, you can say, hey, for 10 extra dollars, we'll include a Melissa and Doug toy or we'll include a book. Or we'll include something extra and we're going to make it really fun so that the child actually has something to enjoy on the holiday. And as we all know, the parents are going to enjoy the passes, the coffee, the bring a friend passes, the event passes, all that stuff in due time. But that retail item upsell really allows the kids to have that instant gratification, which can be so satisfying around the holidays. Option number three is you can offer to gift wrap and deliver your bundle. So if you are including a retail item or if you're putting it in a gift bag with you know, some party favors or something like that for free, you can say, hey, for $10, we'll deliver it within X number of miles or for $20 or we'll include a coffee mug with it or something like that. Make it as convenient as possible for people, especially for people that are purchasing from out of town. So if somebody is, you know, looking at my website and they live in Chicago and I live in New York, but they want to make sure that this gift gets in the hands of their aunt or their sister or brother in my local area, I can say, "Hey, you know, if they live within 15 miles of the play area, For just $10, I'm going to hand deliver it to them, or I'm going to gift wrap it and make it readily available the next time they come in. So again, make it as convenient and easy as possible for anyone, whether they live in the area or not, to get that gift in the correct hands. And then the fourth option of upselling here is you can give people the option to purchase a second bundle to gift. So I'm not saying adding on an additional sibling. I'm saying if someone wants to gift it to a friend or a different family entirely, or again, if a grandparent is purchasing a set of gifts for two entirely different families. So maybe they have a daughter that has her own family and a son who has his own family. They can add a second bundle that is, again, going to two different households, for a discounted rate, just like I talked about in the first point. Now, I'm sure there are more ways that you can upsell. The world is really your oyster here, but I just wanted to get your wheels turning. And that's enough of that. That's what I wish I would have included in episode 243, but hey, better late than never, right? But today, kind of in the same lane, I wanted to share a tip that I think is honestly pretty counterintuitive, but This worked so well for me every single year and it's also worked really well for every single business owner I've shared this with who has, and this is the key here, who has implemented it intentionally. So I knew I had to share this tip here on my podcast. And this is a strategy that actually came to me totally by accident my first year in business. And I'm so thankful that it did because it resulted in thousands of dollars of extra revenue both Thanksgiving and Christmas week. And this is something that also made our team really happy as well, which I'm going to get into. So it was our first year we were heading into, I think it was like three weeks before Thanksgiving and we were pretty much booked up for parties. And I was actually kind of surprised, you know, because Thanksgiving is on a Thursday and I thought people would be busy celebrating or traveling. And I was, you know, pleasantly surprised that all of our party slots had booked. So again, fast forward to three weeks before Thanksgiving, I'm, you know, planning these parties, I'm getting ready to host my own holiday and I get a call and someone says, hey, I see that your Friday, Saturday and Sunday spots are booked and obviously Thursday's Thanksgiving, but we were wondering if you could do a private party on Wednesday night. And I said, you know, we don't usually do parties on Wednesdays, but can you explain to me a little bit about, you know, what you're looking to do? And this person said, you know, we have people in town. My son's birthday actually isn't until mid-December, but, you know, we alternate holidays every year. And this year, everyone's coming in town for Thanksgiving. They're not going to be traveling back for Christmas. So we really want to make sure that we celebrate my son's. I think it was his first birthday party. And we want to do it up. We want all of his family and friends to be there. So I said, you know what? Why not? It's a Wednesday. Again, everyone, all of our team members were off of school. They were home- for the holidays from college and things like that. And so I sent out a text and I said, Hey, you know, does anyone want to work the day before Thanksgiving? And I got a ton of responses that said, yes, absolutely book the party. So I did. And I shared on social media, this story, you know, I was just you know, randomly posting and I said, you know, oh, we're so excited to have booked a party the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And I just kind of threw it out there that if somebody wanted to book on Monday or Tuesday for similar reasons, right, they had family in town or they wanted to keep their house clean or something like that, you know, we're available because I had gotten so many responses from my team that were like, yes, we would love extra hours this week. So I put that post out there and guess what? Within two hours, two additional parties booked, one for Monday night and one for Tuesday night. And I had them staffed really quickly. And these parties were so low maintenance. These people were so pleasant. They were just so happy and grateful to have a space to celebrate with their family and friends, especially because all of these people booked kind of at the last minute. So the strategy here is to think outside the box and try opening up your facility for private rentals. We're gonna talk about why I prefer this over special events the whole week of Thanksgiving, and it is not too late because these bookings, like I said, tend to happen closer to the last minute, so I'd say the month before Thanksgiving, which we are now officially into, because again, hosts are realizing how many people they're gonna have to have over and all the cleaning they're gonna need to do, especially if they're hosting for multiple days, all that good stuff. And the same goes for the Christmas holiday or whatever holidays your customers celebrate. And I think this strategy works. I put a lot of thought into this. And I think the strategy works for six specific reasons. Number one, like I said, people are in town that normally wouldn't be. So even if somebody has a birthday in October or December or even January, they're going to want to celebrate, especially if it's a milestone birthday, like a first birthday. So if that's something that your facility accommodates really well, consider, again, putting this offer out to your customers. And then reason number two is that some people are wanting to reunite with friends. So I know when all of my college friends and I, you know, or even high school friends started to have kids, we wanted the chance to get together when all of us were back in town for the holidays. So none of us had actual homes because we were all visiting other people's homes. We didn't really have anywhere to really host a Friends giving or a friends get together or anything like that. Because again, by this time we were all living in different cities, but we wanted a central location where we could all meet up. And we didn't want it to be too busy or too crazy or too crowded because we wanted to, you know, let our kids roam and relax and catch up and spend quality time with our friends that we haven't seen in months and months. And, And again, a lot of these. Um, A lot of my friends were having babies for the first time. So this is a really exciting time in a lot of people's lives. But again, a lot of these people won't have homes or anything like that to host these get-togethers out of. So I want you to, again, think outside the box, and you don't have to just put this out there for birthday parties. You can say, hey, if you have a bunch of friends coming into town and you want to split the cost of a private rental, reach out to me. That's something that we would love to do on You know, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, or Friday if Friday parties aren't something that you normally do. And again, they're going to be much more likely to purchase a private event rental if there's going to be many people splitting the cost. But again, you're gonna be taking one person's credit card and then they can Venmo each other or they can work out the logistics. Again, we wanna keep this strategy very simple. So allow them to split the cost, but let them take care of it themselves after they actually book the party. The third reason I think this works is that a lot of people are hosting holidays that don't have child friendly homes. So, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Aunt Lisa is thinking, oh, I'm going to have all these kiddos in my house, or, you know, they're staying over for three nights in a row. And I just have one infant, or I don't have any kids, or my kids are older. And all of a sudden, Lisa's thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to destroy my house the day before, you know, my guests come, or I'm going to be trying to cook and prep. And, you know, I don't need, all of these little ones, you know, crawling around my feet. So, Aunt Lisa is going to be very highly motivated to find another location just to get the kiddos a change of scenery just for a little bit so she can do what she needs to do, whether that's pre Thanksgiving prep or post Thanksgiving cleanup. Again, a lot of people are going to be wanting to keep their homes nice, which kind of bleeds into my number four reason I think this works. Again, there is so much to do to prep for a holiday giving parents and kids a chance to get out of the house. So I know for me, I like to completely clean my house top to bottom and then get my family, even if it's just my husband and kids, the heck out of the house before my guests come. That is something that I love doing because it keeps the house nice. It lets me unwind a little bit before everybody comes. It lets me get everything completely ready without all of the noise and chaos that kiddos bring. So again, a lot of people are wanting to get their kiddos out of the house and having fun and spending time with their loved ones and friends during this time. And then number five, and this one is important, and a lot of people overlook this. Our facility was absolutely crazy bonkers during the day, all of Thanksgiving week, all of Christmas week, because all the kiddos are off of school. All the teachers are off of school. A lot of kids who normally wouldn't play in our facility, so like the school age children, they're all of a sudden looking for something to do. So our facility was so much more chaotic than normal during the day. So I like to offer a discount if our regular members wanted to rent the facility after hours. Because again, these are the people that are going to respect your space. They're going to respect your team. They're going to tip really well. And they're just going to appreciate having this refuge away from the craziness and chaos. And being able to visit the space they know and love and trust without all of the chaos of the customers that wouldn't normally be there during a normal week. So because our facility was so cuckoo bonkers crazy during the day, a lot of people wanted a more low-key intimate option, and they were willing to pay to have that after hours. And then I alluded to number six already, but our team wanted hours this week whether it was you know, a mom who was working for us who wanted to save some extra money for the holiday times, or whether it was a high school or college student who wasn't going to school that week and wanted to save extra money before they went back to school. They wanted the hours, and people were extra generous during holiday week, so they could always count on some really nice tips, some really respectful people. And again, our parties didn't take place after like 9 p.m., 9 p.m. would be the absolute latest, even including cleanup, that anybody anybody would be at our facility. So they still had plenty of time to go out, to mingle with their family and friends, to do everything they wanted to do during their break, while still making that extra money and getting some extra hours. So our team desperately wanted to do parties during these weeks. Now, keep in mind, you don't need to make a big fancy sales page or anything like that In order to implement this, you can simply send a couple emails and put a couple posts out on social media and see what messages and inquiries come in. And before I end this episode, I just wanted to mention a couple of things because I know I can literally feel some of you having resistance to this strategy as you're listening. Even though I'm obviously pre-recording this, this isn't like a live FaceTime call. I can feel some people listening to this and saying, "Eh," you know, not for me. And I get it. Like I said, this is one of the many strategies that I share on this podcast that seem very counterintuitive on paper, but I promise you they work crazy good in real life. I promise, promise, promise. And there is really no downside here, right? I'm not asking you to spend money on ads. I'm not asking you to put together a brand new sales page. All I'm asking you to do is put a couple posts out there, spread the word, send an email, and see what happens. There's no downside and no risk. Now, the two things that I wanted to end this episode with, again, especially for those of you feeling that resistance, is number one, remember, you don't need 20 plus people to say yes to this offer to make it successful. For us, even one or two weeknight bookings when we'd normally be closed was a massive win for us. So if you're sitting there thinking, you know, ah, eh, this isn't something that most of my customers would want, I promise you there are a couple people on your email list or following you on social media who are looking for a solution to this exact problem, the ones that I mentioned just a moment ago, literally right now. And then the second thing is that for us, private parties were much more ideal to fill our evening slots with as opposed to special events. Yes, events can bring in some new faces, but to be honest, and I've talked about this before, and honestly... You know, I'm so thankful for Playmakers Society because I know now that I'm not alone in this, but our staff absolutely hated special events, especially when they were during a very crazy week where they had a lot going on and they didn't want to necessarily learn how to execute something brand new. Our staff loathed events and they require much more setup and planning. So I got it. And also cancellations and refund requests are way higher around holiday times, and vendors are much harder to come by, and they're much more expensive. And overall, these events are more likely to end up being more of a headache than it's actually going to be worth for you, again, in my humble opinion. For us, even private events that wanted some extra decor and flair, they were much lower maintenance and easier to execute around a time that is already bonkers as opposed to an event. And this is from both the business owner's perspective and your team's perspective. I, for one, would much rather get one to two customers to say heck yes to a private event rental than have to worry about making 60-plus event ticket sales and plan crafts and handouts and favors and promotions and all that stuff just to make the effort worth it. And again, this is especially true during a time where I like to be more present and connected with my family, right? I want to take a step back from my business during Thanksgiving and Christmas week. I don't want to spend it planning a new event from scratch. I want to just keep doing what our facility did best. And for us, again, this might not be 100% true for you, but for us, it was private event rentals. So again, if that's something that sounds really familiar, put the offer out there, send a couple emails, put a couple posts out there and see what happens. And if you want, you can offer a discount for your members if they're booking Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, because for a lot of businesses, this is quote-unquote bedtime, meaning they would still be paying utilities, right? You're still paying rent, but you're not generating a revenue during those nights. So again, I love this strategy around the holidays. I've kept this one in my back pocket for a really long time, but I'm really excited to finally share it with you here on this podcast. And as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I love connecting with you there. And if you have any questions or topic suggestions for this podcast or anything you want me to cover, please message me there as well. I, again, love hearing from you. All right. Thank you so much for those of you who are in my Book More Birthdays Challenge. I will see you live in just a little bit. I'll see you the rest of the week. I'll see you next week. It's been going so well. I'm so excited to see all of the progress you guys are making. And for those of you who opted out, that's okay. I'm going to be doing another Book More Birthdays challenge next year. All right. Have a great day, guys. I will see you on Monday.